is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Entering the second halves of the games in Scotland for the three o'clock kickoffs. Let's try and go back to Fraser Wisher at St Mirren. Fraser, is it back underway yet? No, uh, Andrew, they're not. The St Mirren players have just come out. No saying the command up players. Maybe Stephen Robinson's had a, a wee go because it's probably been as poor a performance as I've seen from St Mirren at home in quite some time and Kilmarnock have been very composed on the ball they've been strong at the back and Kelvis has caused the big three centre-backs for St Mirren all sorts of problems with his movement his strength his touch has been good and uh, Kelly deservedly ahead and you know you get a big crowd in the anticipation's there St Mirren support around me saying now this is a way that St Mirren do it you know they don't do it the easy way they never make it easy for them but they were a few boos at half time and that's what comes when you get the fans in and you don't perform so I think a lot more required for St Mirren but if they play the way they did in the first half there's absolutely no way back it's going to have to be much better little composure in the ball just paying the ball back to front hoping it main and what will get on the end of it they need somebody who's going to maybe step on the ball and pass it around a wee bit and try and create a chance because at the moment it's all Kelly you can only see Kelly going on and getting another one Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. Yeah, back underway for the second half. A few boos at half time, said Fraser Worship yeah. from St Mirren fans. Does that just show maybe the, the pressure that's on this game, the nerves around the place? Well, it can happen. You can be swallowed up by the occasion. Uh, you can think that you are a shoe in. Uh, as Gordon thought, I thought myself that they would win comfortably St Mirren, uh, but they appear to have been swallowed up by the occasion. And when Fraser Wishart can say the only thing he can see happening now is Kilmarnock going to 3 0, then something's gone horribly wrong in Paisley. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big second half all around the grounds, Roger. Yeah, and the easiest half time team talk, I think, would be at Tanner Ice for David Martindale saying, Listen, boys. Hibs are only drawing St Mirren are losing 2-0 at home If you can turn this round We're going to do to somebody What Motherwell did to us 12 months ago Yeah that's a fair point uh, I agree with Roger I think if you're Livingston And you're looking at the results just now It's a big big setting half But it's a big ask um, St Mirren for them to get anything I said it They've got their packed house in there They've got supporters excited You've got to keep them excited You've got to put on a performance You've got to win this game this afternoon But all credit so far Listening to Fraser's report Must go to Derek McInnes and his commanding side I think the team's still to come out at Celtic Park David Friel, any sign of any changes? None at all Andrew um, all, all nine Celtic subs are out warming up just now Just doing the usual Passing the ball about Not doing too much Too much strenuous stuff And I think the teams will now be coming out at, at the moment But no, no No signs of any changes so far But you know, As the guys are saying I do wonder how long Ange Postacog will, will leave it A to just inject a bit more freshness Into the side And also just to protect players Ahead of the game next week is there a bit of nerves around the place when players are going down just given how big the game is next weekend? Yeah, I, th I think so. It's Celtic probably just ha haven't caught fire today yet. And Motherwell, given a lot of credit, have been very, very hard to break down. I think guys like Haksabanovic are just a little bit frustrated. They're getting, you know, crowded at all times. And I think when you see Maidigan down, Starfield going down, yeah, I think it's only natural with such a big game. Celtic chasing the treble, fans do start to fear are they going to miss next week, especially when you have key players like Hatati, Abada, and Jota all struggling but for the moment Ange Postecoglou is continuing with the same 11 for the second half Well I'm not sure what Stephen Robinson would have said to his players at half time but Fraser Wishart saying it should have been 3-0 to Kilmarnock just after the break it was a great point blank save by 
Uh, Trevor Carson It was a Rory McKenzie volley Probably should have scored And that is not what the St Mirren fans Would have wanted to see At the start of the second half It's quite incredible You know because Kilmarnock The stats tell you And their performances tell you Have been diabolical Away from home And St Mirren have had a very good home record As well this season And with 10 minutes to go at Ibrox last Saturday St Mirren had 2-2 with Rangers They then belatedly collapsed Down to Rangers And what they did But I find that the progress of the game today astonishing, I have to admit. When you know, start of the second half and Kilmarnock have blown a chance to go three in front. What is going on? That, that I said earlier on the show, Hugh, the only thing consistent about the Premiership is its inconsistency this season. How would you explain to someone that St Mirren are the only team to have beaten Celtic this mm. season, but yet in their biggest day of the season, they're losing 2-0 at home to a team that hasn't won away from home all season? And as it stands, you've got to look at that bottom of the table, right? I, we never thought um, for a minute, if Kilmarnock and Dundee United get the three points and St Johnston, it brings them right into the mix and yeah. puts them under pressure now. Early second half goal for FC Edinburgh. They've drawn level one all with Kelty Hearts. Ennis Murray with the goal for them. And if you like your English Premier League football, Liverpool 1-0 up. Against Nottingham Forest, Diogo Jota was the goal for them. Teams out for Wembley, Sheffield United, a few Will Kent faces, John Fleck starts, West Fodringham starts in goal, Max Lowe once of Aberdeen starts, but Ollie McBurnley only on the bench for Sheffield United. Big chances at both ends at McDermott Park, Dre Wright broke from a Hibs corner, his shot was saved by Marshall, almost sneaked in but cleared away. There was also for Livingston a, sh- a cross from Joel Nubley There was no takers though Then Hibbs with a shout For a penalty For a foul On Kevin Nisbet It's checked by VAR But Nothing in it Well Kevin Nisbet Was a hero last week His first ever goal In an Edinburgh derby Won it And that might Look like the result That just pushes Hibbs Into the top six yeah, let's do this before we forget. The second half teaser <laughs> with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. No, oh, you better be quick, Hugh, because there's a red card in one of our games. But oh, on you well, go. I was just about to say an awful lot of information to absorb <laughs> here. I have played alongside Stephen Davis and Adrian Mutu. I have been managed by Maurizio Pochettino and Tony Mowbray. On two separate occasions, I joined a team on loan and made the move permanent, including my time in Scotland. I won a league and cup double in both Scotland and my home country. Who am I? I'll let you tell us about the red card and then I'll repeat. I like that one. There is a red card for... Hibbs, Jimmy Jago sent off. It was a tackle on the halfway line on Connor McClellan. He's uh, McClellan, sorry, still down injured. But a straight red card for Jago. That is good news for St Johnston, as long as Connor McClellan isn't suffering an injury there. But yeah, that's not what Lee Johnson would have wanted at all. Or bad news for St Johnston if you failed to beat ten men. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's not what Lee Johnson needs. He's clinging. By his fingertips to the top six And you really don't need players losing the discipline yeah, Jimmy Jago in the papers this morning yeah. Talking all about you know you, I've, I've been through this before in Austria I know what you need to get into the top six I know how to deal with the pressure of the playoffs Red card I know what you need and it's not me hmm. Come on Hugh right. Teaser again Yeah, I have played alongside Stephen Davis and Adrian Mutu I have been managed by Maurizio Pochettino And Tony Mowbray on two separate occasions, I joined a team on loan and made the move permanent, 
including my time in Scotland. I won a League and Cup double in both Scotland and my home country. Who am I? I like that one. Get your answers in at Clyde SSB. If you head over to our Twitter, you can see the question again. It maybe makes it a bit easier seeing it written down on paper. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL will have a, a go at it as well across the desk from me. There was a bit of a check just on that red card, as there always is with these decisions. There was a long wait, but Jego now told to head down the tunnel. So that red card will stand Hibs down to 10 men, drawing one all with St. Johnson. There was a shot from Kyogo at Celtic Park, just wide. It was a good move, found by Alistair Johnson. It was a swivel not far away. From scoring and then Dundee United with a couple of efforts. Behich with a run and cross after a defensive mistake. Fletcher couldn't get on the end of it. And then a few moments later lifted an effort over from 12 yards. So Dundee United pushing to get a second goal in that game to really end Livingston's chances of getting a top six place. The deeper we go into these games, the greater the tension becomes. So I think we can put the kettle on for a really fraught end in three different grounds And you think it's tense down here Think what it's like up in the Highlands Inverness nil, Dundee nil Bucky nil, Breakin oh. nil High stakes, no goals Yeah, maybe maybe a bit nervy all round On a big yeah. weekend for Scottish <coughs> football Well, Kyogo, I've just looked at that Kyogo chance You know, the 99 times out of 100 he scores that uh, And he's still that one goal off 50 for Celtic So, funny old game there is going to be an early change in the second half for Motherwell. Shane Blaney coming on for Dan Casey and St Johnston. It was an injury in that case, but St Johnston almost making the most of having an extra man. It was a deep cross from Dre Wright. Stevie May headed it down at the back post. Uh, David Marshall saved well. Been a very manic start to the second half at McDermott Park. For Livingston, Nubley setting up Andrew Shinney. A powerful shot that was held at the second attempt by Mark Birigitti. Well, if Livingston could get a goal, um, what encouragement that could give them, especially with Hibs down to 10 men as well, St Mirren losing. So, a great opportunity for mm. Livingston, but I still fancy Dundee United hitting down the hill, as Mark Wilson used to say, it was his favourite, to go on and pick up valuable three points. Alloa have one back against Falkirk. They went 2-0 down, but it's 2-1 to the visitors now Stefan Skugel with a penalty for Alawa to get them back into that game yeah and we said they're, they're in pole position for that last playoff place with Falkirk and Airdrie to try and get into the championship next season but I noticed Edinburgh City who won at Falkirk midweek or FC Edinburgh I should say now equalised as well just at the start of the second half as you said so it's all up for grabs Andrew yeah lots of excitement going on across the divisions We'll see what's left in store for the Premiership to see who will seal those top six places. And of course, that defeat for Ross County earlier on. The team's looking to pull away from them at the bottom of the table. Kilmarnock still pushing to try and get that third goal. It's not going well for St Mirren and Paisley at all. It was Alan Power this time, inches wide with a curling effort. Trevor Carson slipped, just watched it go by the post there. Yeah, that's uh, that's a game that... St Mirren need certainly need the next goal but every time we get a report in from Paisley it's probably Kilmarnock that's going to seal the victory with another goal there obviously having a very good afternoon there Fraser getting good entertainment two goals already still more goals to come do you celebrate this? if you lose 2-0 at home to Kilmarnock but I'm, still get in the top six do you celebrate? Well, surely, I, th- I thought you meant surely. If, if you were losing 2-0 and I scored would you celebrate? yeah I'd celebrate everything <laughs> 
Roger. So uh, the, there's no team for me. It was all about me. You're thinking top six bonus. Yeah, uh, I don't know exactly how we get right. top six I, bonus. I'm thinking another wedding planner. There mm-hmm. is a cliche that comes into play at times like this. If St Mirren do go in to the top six by default, and it is the top six wasn't decided today. It was decided in the 32 games leading up to today So that would be your reason for having a little celebration Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you've got to celebrate that, Hugh 100% It's not just on today, as you quite really said You've got to think back to all the difficult games throughout the, yeah. the winter as well The January, February, which is always the hard ones That you've worked so hard day in, day out And obviously in the match days to get to the top six So yeah, I would certainly celebrate that yeah, the one thing looking ahead is they may be disappointed that it just doesn't set them up too well in terms of trying to push as high in that top six as possible. They would be behind Hibs. There is a goal, a big goal mm. in League Two, Sterling Albion two, and in Athletic one, and it's Jack Leach with the goal, Sterling Albion hoping to wrap up the title today, and that result would do it. Yeah, the player of the year do will go with a swing now, you would imagine, Andrew, as indeed will Gordon Duncan's family home. I would think there'll be celebrations in there tonight. If Jack Leach's goal, his brother-in-law, is the one that gets the Beano's the title. They're all there. They're all there. The family's there. I've seen photos. They're uh, sending out photographs of the game, so they will be certainly in celebration mood just now. Alloa 1, Falkirk 3, Liam Henderson scoring for Falkirk. Not good for Alloa. Albion Rovers 1, Stenhouse Muir 1 as well. Sean Crichton scoring for the visitors to get them back on level terms. A good few goals going on down the divisions. I think I might drive by Gordon's house on the way home tonight <laughs> just in case I can see the champagne corks popping at the front window. Mm, I don't think so, be in Edinburgh, but I think I've got the teaser. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think I've narrowed this down. Hold on a wee Write second. It down if I'm then. in here, I can't be texting you. Who's texting you? Well, you've seen me. I've not even looked at my mm. are, these, are these the secrets being revealed of how Gordon DL is so good at the teaser every don't, week? Don't, when... don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. Hang person. on. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic won. Motherwell won. And it's that man again. Kevin Van Veen, a breakaway. Turns Taylor inside out and scores. Kevin Van Veen has another goal for Motherwell and it is a big goal at Celtic Park. Well, David Friel said at halftime it was not vintage from Celtic and uh, they have been as flat as a pancake the whole day long. The goal was a deflection, very fortunate goal for Celtic and now they have conceded and they are not playing well and they need to look at the bench now because they stand to lose a game at Celtic Park for the first time this season and that, that would be fitting of I mean, the it's, kind it's, of day we're having. all in fairness, they're not 1-0 down. No, but therefore the possibility exists of Celtic winning or Motherwell winning and Celtic haven't lost a game in the league at home all season and this is the day when strange things are happening. How, 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 really how, good, from Van Van how, how good has this guy been? It was one-on-one, it was a great skill and Brilliant finish as well, one-on-one with Joe Hart. Yeah, uh, in my family home, I've got photographs of Willie Pettigrew and Bobby Graham. Van Veen may just be added to that tonight. What a <laughs> terrific striker he's been. I mean, he's he's so calm, isn't he, at all times, Kevin Van finish. Veen. And the finish as well, just to lift it over Joe Hart after he's gone one way and then the other. He's I've tangled Greg Taylor up, who's been one of the best players in the division this season emphatic finish terrific goal of Irvine 24 for the season the top scoring Dutchman in world football I believe yeah. he has almost single handedly 
hauled Motherwell up to mid-table security, Andrew. He is in the running, whether people like it or not, he's in the running to be Player of the Year, certainly be on the short list for Fraser Wishard's PFA Scotland award, I would suspect. And if there was any doubt before, Dazzler, there's no doubt now, I'm definitely stopping at Gordon Duncan's house on the way home. Stuart Kettlewell seems to be getting the best out of him as well. Yeah, and you, you wonder actually because it was Graham Alexander who had been his boss at Scunthorpe and worked closely with him down south. He brought him up. He actually gave him a contract extension not long before he lost his job. And you wondered when Alexander, his mentor, had left the club, whether that would have a negative impact on Van Veen's contribution to him. Although it's actually gone the other way. He's taken his form and his goal tally to a new level this season and he's been one of the success stories of the Premiership season. FC Edinburgh 2, Kelty Hearts 1, Ryan Shanley with the goal for the home side to put them 2-1 ahead there was another chance for Motherwell there as well it was a McGinn chance from a corner just didn't quite connect with it so that one wasn't troubling Celtic in the end well as I say they've been flat and also defensively suspect um, so Ange Postacoglu has some serious things to do you know as ever with this Celtic Rangers fixture you don't want to go into it on the back of something that was as bad as this has been so far So Celtic looking for inspiration In the last half hour Yeah I was going to say that Because Celtic seem to just have momentum All the time Because they're yeah. constantly winning games They're barely ever dropping points They're always in a good mood This is as you say Not the type of result they'll want Ahead of a semi-final uh, Although there is still look, What 35 look, minutes we'll, we've, we've been in this movie before We've been sitting in this studio And you're thinking, yeah, Celtic are maybe struggling a little bit. That Celtic part today, it's not going well for them. All of a sudden, Ange Postacoglu makes changes. Celtic get the lift and they score the next goal and usually go on and score two and three after that. So there's still a bit of football and a lot of hard work for Motherwell if they're going to get out of Celtic part with anything. Yeah, and Stuart Kettlewell won't be... Ready to accept that he's got a point Until 10 minutes after the final whistle's gone He's done his press conference And he's in the bus to Firth Park And checks it on his phone Because you're never sure You've beaten this Celtic team Until the last kick of the game I was going to say Who would win in this fight Both managers face to face In the aftermath of an Iena challenge On Anderson Jim Goodwin against David Martindale Oh I'd take big Jim <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure contest. about that yeah. The fourth official and referee had to intervene yeah, it was we, just a... we Davey needs to remember He doesn't have the Palmerston Pep at his back anymore mm. That's true Who's it, Has he brought in Christoph Berra? Yes Berra, yes He'll be reading a book So <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, I was going to I was going to give you my my teaser Oh yeah Oh, let's see if he's got hold the, on, hold the on. teaser and, answer and By correct. the way uh, Before anybody goes any further And I'm fed up with this week in, week out Roger Hanna will verify I have not been near my phone Correct? Absolutely So I may get it wrong Yep but I've narrowed it down. Let's have a look. He's writing and I mean he's wrong, isn't he? He's wrong. I can't I can't read that writing upside down. He's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, so so what you're proving there is that you've not looked at your phone and you've got it wrong. Wrong, yeah. So in about ten minutes' time he'll have got it right and he'll have been looking at his phone in the last ten minutes. You're allowed more than one guess. No, that's fine. I know, but I'm saying that 
You've got it wrong and you've not looked at your phone. Roger, you've oh. texted me that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the big build-up. League One leaders Dunfermline, 1-0 up, ah. away to Airdrie. Craig Whiten with the goal. There's some changes as well. Alex Grieve coming on for Charles Dunn. For St Mirren, a change in formation. They're going to a 4-3-3. Don't often see St Mirren going to Well, we've got to go three. for it now. Got to go four, for sorry. it. Yeah, David Friel also says that it looks as if Aaron Moy and O will be both coming on for Celtic as well. So that'll be the changes that we've talked about that Ange Postacoglu normally does around this time. I'm yeah. surprised it's only two. Yeah, and that, listen, there seems to be this uh, discussion around the number of substitutions again, you know, isn't there? The people complaining at this rule that five substitutes are allowed. It was the clubs who voted it in. It is here to stay. And it does help Celtic and Rangers and the clubs with the deeper squads and the bigger budgets. And if Ange Postecoglou can turn to his bench and throw on Aaron Moy and O and still have David Turnbull and Bernabe and Ralston and young Summers and young Vata to, to throw on to try and get the three points today then fair play to him I was going to say would you expect the other clubs to try and change those rules back to three substitutes but it would, be think, a, it would be an 11-1 yeah, vote I, I that think, would need to pass and yeah, Celtic and Rangers would surely the, want to keep the, it anyway the genie's out the bottle yeah. I think if the number of substitutions in world football yeah, it's just Andrew, the standard now isn't it's it it's going the other way yeah. you know you'll see a time when six and seven become the norm well, it'll be very interesting to see what difference, if any, the changes make for Celtic because uh, the the football that we have enjoyed all season long is not there from them today. And we spent a week discussing whether, and I've listened to the programme every night, whether people from this team will get into the Seville team of 2003. Is this team better than Brendan Rodgers' Invincibles? And so on and so forth. And today they have been absolutely flat. Lots happening down the divisions. Dundee 1-0 up away to Inverness. Lyle Cameron with the goal. Falkirk now have a 4-1 lead away to Alawa. Liam Henderson. And what do you think Marvin Bartley said at half-time to his players? You know what? We're down to 10 men. Don't do anything silly. Let's try and keep ourselves yeah. in this game. Stephen Hendry's just been booked for a mm. second time. He's off. They're down to nine, nine men. men. Wow. And are losing 3-2 to Montrose. I think it's time you, you had a little word, Hugh, with uh, Mr... Barkley, clearly discipline is an issue Well, now it's not pass and move It's get sent off and move quickly Here's a man in form, Callum Gallagher Getting a goal for Airdrie They're one all with Dunfermline now Scored a few goals Oh yeah, yeah, got to see Lots it. of goals, top yeah. goal scorer in League One this season Is that Callum right Gallagher, then, has yeah. he got? Oh, I think that's about 20 now Is that all you get in League One now? Mad day was 35 mm-hmm. By Christmas I'd be Christmas, yeah. yeah And then just take a few months off and rest Exactly, that was a big goal Lyle Cameron again He has been huge for Dundee in the second half of the season That looks as if they could push them towards three points At Inverness They've then got Cove on the telly On Friday night They could get very close to this championship Kevin, title at long last What do you say though Hugh? Strange things happen on a Friday night in the championship exactly. You never know what could happen Yeah, Even stranger things almost happened at Celtic Park there Kevin Van Veen on his own just walked round every Celtic defender and had a, a terrific shot which Joe Hart has smothered. But Kevin Van Veen on his own has terrorised Celtic, which, as I say, the, the game before Rangers, you don't want serious doubts put in people's minds. But Kevin Van Veen on his own has got the better of the entire Celtic defence. Well, after there was a bit of commotion in the technical areas between Dundee United and Livingston, I think the same has happened between Hibbs and St Johnston. A couple of bookings in there for staff on the bench. 
And Kyogo's been booked for a handball as he met a Maida cross. Owen Moy still waiting to come on. I think that change is just being made now, or those two changes are just being made now. O is coming on for Haksabanovic. So you'd expect what well, O to go central. We've seen that before, and uh, Kyogo sort of drops in to the sort of number 10 mm. role, doesn't he? Aaron Moy coming on for a Wata. So he'll partner Callum McGregor. I would like to see young Vata coming on. Yeah. I think he gives Celtic a little bit of a lift. I really do. I like him. I like uh, the look of him every time I've seen him coming on the pitch. He's excited me. I think he's one for the future, this boy. Kyogo on the right, says David Friel. He's moved over to that side. It'll be all through the middle. And then Maida continuing on the left. The, the, the general feeling is that Kyogo loses his effectiveness when he goes out wide. Um, you don't get 49 goals this quickly for Celtic um, unless you're a very, very good conventional through-the-middle player like Kyogo. If uh, things were going bad for St Mirren, they are going even worse now. Thierry Small, second bookable offence. It was two yellow cards in about 10 seconds for the St Mirren wing-back. So they are two goals down. They're a man down. It doesn't look as if they will have any way of getting back into this game. It's not going to be a good... Game for them But it still could be a good day In terms of sealing a top 6 place Because Livingston are losing to Dundee United as it stands Yeah, so all of a sudden The crowd in Paisley are listening to a match That's taking place in Dundee um, I repeat If St Mirren make the top 6 It's not about what happened today It's about what happened from August onwards And um, They should celebrate it, it, You don't refuse to celebrate Just because you had one bad day well, it certainly is a bad day. They've lost yeah. two goals and they've lost a man. So, and they've got what's disappointing. Um, and Fraser touched on it as well at half time. You've got a full house in there. You can probably people coming along, f you know, for the first game, excited. It's a nice day. That's a a good atmosphere. You want to keep the the supporters. It's so important to St. Mirren's a, as a as a club to grow as a club as well. But. Uh, They've just had a disappointing afternoon. And and Stephen credit to Kilmarnock. If Stephen Robinson said he didn't want to know the scores from elsewhere, but he wants to know the scores from elsewhere oh, now. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm yep. always interested when a player gets booked twice in such quick succession. The first one for Thierry Small was for dissent. He was annoyed about a throw-in not going their way. Fraser Wishart said it should have been a St Mirren throw. Then the throw-in came to David Watson. Thierry Small pulled his shirt. And there we go. Second yellow in the space of a few seconds. Not good Not at all What Stephen Robinson is needing As he tried to get back Into this game I think the game Is now gone for St Mirren And they will be Desperately hoping There are no signs of life In Livingston up at Tannadice Andrew Yeah it'll be interesting To see if the cards Stay in the pocket At McDermott Park as well Dale seeing a very Feisty second half So far And there is a substitution It's going to be Henderson uh, Ewan Henderson on For CJ Egan Riley So you think that will be A bit of a change of shape for Hibs in that game Goals have dried up Second half oh. I thought we'd have got Plenty of more So Come on then We need some goals in here Liam it's Kelly attention. down Getting treatment For Motherwell At the moment I did also see There was a red card For Aidan Fermland In that game Against Airdrie So Airdrie looking to Finish as high up In the playoff places As possible In League 1 They're one all With Dunfermline At the moment Who have already Got the title wrapped up Stranraer 3-1 up Against Elgin City Scott Agnew In charge of them now <coughs> New, New manager, manager bounce. Yep. yep. That's what Walker. you should do, right? I've got it. You lose one game. Just every sack a manager, bring in another. Because one. that that doesn't happen enough in football at the moment, does no, it? Managers it doesn't. just aren't sacked enough. That's it, the solution, it, I think, is just to 
to do it even more. Yeah. I think managers are now going month to month contracts. It should. I think sometimes it does get a bit ridiculous. It's a hard game now. You know, you're you can go two or three games, and then everything you've done before just goes right out the window. You come under a bit of criticism, but you've got to be big. You've got to be brave. You've got to stand up to that, Roger, as I did in my you, my days gone by. You did that with the wife, didn't you? Month to month contract. Oh, my, <laughs> week to week. Never mind month to month. Just looking at the incident that had Liam Kelly injured, it was a sort of clash with Kyogo, can you even call it that? Certainly, not just Celtic are too convinced how much contact there was, but Liam Kelly certainly looks in a bit of pain. Well, Kyogo's on a yellow, but uh, yeah, he does, he certainly does, like, we're just seeing it again. Is it that right foot? I'm not sure there's... there's I don't know if it's his own player that catches him there as, as he goes over Butcher. Uh, but he certainly looks in a wee bit pain But he should be fine If you're watching match of the day tonight I can guarantee you Liverpool versus Nottingham Forest will be first on one. Five goals goal. in 23 minutes 1-0, 1-1, 2-1, 2-2 3-2 Liverpool yeah, Mo Salah I tend not to watch match of the day now The people in here spoil it for me I know the results And you're usually <laughs> sleeping by half ten Yeah I tend not to watch You're an it. early to bed man aren't you? Oh very Especially much Especially so. on a Saturday night I yeah. would have thought yeah, uh-huh. Then usually just go home after it um, But match of the day tonight <laughs> will, be, will, be, will be exciting with the five goals against Liverpool Right what's happening down the divisions uh, <laughs> Shall I do the teaser change? again? Yes let's do that I have played alongside Stephen Davis and Adrian Mutu I've been managed by Maurizio Pochettino and Tony Mowbray on two separate occasions, I joined a team on loan and made the move permanent, including my time in Scotland. I won a League and Cup double in both Scotland and my home country. Who am I? I can see a shout on Twitter for Massimo Donati. No. Not Massimo Donati. Who, who was the wrong answer you went for, Gordon? Pedro Mendes. Pedro Mendes. But I've got another one. It's not Pedro Mendes. On you go. Show. Is Show you're working have you, have you to you. written it down? No, but I will win now. Seen I'm a few correct answers in fairness. Uh, BW has said Vladimir Weiss. Right. No. If MD knows me and I get this right, it's a big clue. Let's see, he's writing again. And I still can't read that writing. In fact, I actually can't even read that from here. He's, he's got it right. Oh, he's got it right. There we go. Who's, who's been texting Gordon DL? Right. <laughs> Obviously not Roger. And not. Roger's my witness that my phone has not moved. Mm-hmm. Roger? Yeah. Thank you. You just narrowed it. And if anybody knows me out there, right, and they listen to this program, they will know what where I've went with this. You two have been giggling away all day about something else anyway, and I, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> uh, Tam McNee says one yammer. No. Nah. No. And Not here even. we go. You've, you've got an ally. Carson said Pedro Mendes as well. Yeah, well, I was wrong. He needs to think outside the box a little bit, or um, inside the box. And Gordon Eleven says Yuri Yarasik. No. No. But there we go. At Clyde SSB, get your answers in. As I said, you can see the full teaser there as well. And you can give it a go. There's a goal for Dumbarton. 1 0 up against East Fife. Martin McNiff with a goal. Goals are drying up in the Premiership, notably at Celtic Park. Less than 20 minutes to go now. Still 1 1 at Kevin Van Veen. <coughs> Equaliser. A good day for Dundee United. Kilmarnock. Probably St Johnston as well Because that will get them a point further away from Ross County 
But a very long journey back up to Dingwall For those boys Not even a wimpy will console them tonight I think the Celtic crowd are getting a bit annoyed But not at their own team at Motherwell They think they've been time-wasting As teams would kind of naturally start doing it At this time when they've got a, a result away at Celtic Rangers But we've, we've also stood here before in a lot of weekends where Celtic have maybe looked as if they're, they're possibly not going to get the win and then it ends up being relatively yeah. comfortable at home uh, I think the frustration comes from not the fact that Motherwell might be time wasting but that Celtic have been so off it today they look nothing like themselves Kyogo uh, you could take him off if you had somebody to bring on you would take him off um, O has made no impression whatsoever likewise Aaron Moy uh my money would be on a motherwell winner. I don't like what could follow this week because Dale, who's at St Johnston Hibs for us, has said that watching Jago's red card back, it was similar to Graham Shinney's last week. Oh dear. We don't, we don't need that follow again, do I we? I don't think we could get down that route again. Mind Absolutely you, not, not. No premiership card at the end of next week. It might be difficult filling <laughs> newspapers. Maybe we could take another feud like that. Um, you just wonder what Speaking of red cards points. by the way Dunfermline A second red Ooh. card for them Kevin O'Hara Serious foul play two They're teams, now down to nine men Two teams in League One Down to nine Andrew Yes Queen of the South And Dunfermline You wonder Hugh If Celtic do drop points Unexpectedly today oh. What that will mean To the people who Construct the post split fixtures yeah. At the SPFL mm. offices Because Traditionally They like to avoid The Chances of Celtic winning the title against Rangers yeah. and this post-split Old Firm game has the added whatever you want to describe it as of no Celtic fans yeah. going to Ibrox surely you couldn't put together a post-split fixture card that gives you any prospect of Celtic clinching a league title with no fans at Ibrox well they'll, they'll try to avoid it at all costs um in other countries you would go out of your way to make that the game that could decide the title because how much excitement can you handle um, but I guarantee you it will not be a day in which Celtic can clinch a title but today um, in a, you know it's a free country say what you like I um, think there's more chance of a mother will win today <laughs> we've heard these types of few I, predictions I, I understand, before I understand <laughs> however Roger Hanna what, you, what say you? Callum McGregor is now down. He's not happy at all, though. He was caught by Harry Payton. He I, looks to I be think okay, if your mother will cue, you will take a point and run. But I still think there's a bit of uh, football still to go about defending. Um, I think Celtic have been flat, especially second half. But you will, as I say, we've been in this movie before. They can just cut you open at any time and get that goal and then all of a sudden follow up with a couple of others so um, still a bit of work to do from Motherwell but so far 70 odd minutes I think Motherwell organisation has been very good and that man Van Veen has got that vital goal for him You talk about Motherwell running away with a point I think Ange Postacoglu's biggest concern at the minute isn't the fact that Celtic are dropping two points it's the fact that every five minutes a player seems to be going yeah. down injured. In the first half it was Maeda, then Starfield. The second half it's been McGregor. There have been a few bumps and yeah, bruises. Haksabanovic well too. You know, with no Jota, no Hatate, no Abada already, there are concerns over Carter Vickers. Whether Ange Postecoglou wants to address those concerns or not, the first call, and there's a big game next week. First call at five o'clock. I guarantee you, will be a Celtic supporter. The same mother will try to kick us off the park. 
Um, but while, while time wasting. Yes. Uh, it's a conspiracy. But the the main problem for Celtic today is that after a week spent discussing whether this was the best side since who knows what, they have simply not turned up. They have been very very poor. We talk about the split and how exciting it has made today. Oh, there's a big goal in the Championship. Inverness won, Dundee won. And with uh, Queen's Park and air drawing last night, it would have been a big win for Dundee today. They could still get it, 15 minutes to go, but Inverness now drawing level with Dundee. Thistle drawing two, still 1-1 one, one at Hamilton. Nobody, This is a league nobody wants to win, Andrew. What an end to the season it'll be, because after today, there's only two games left. And last what year of the season the Queen's Park versus Dundee At Oakleview What a game that's going to be What a game that is the going to be The You could go No No thanks Okay <laughs> There is uh, Cameron Carter Vickers header Has been saved At the back post Probably should have scored Celtic going close there There's now a Motherwell player Down as well uh, Just thinking about the split We've talked about how exciting It has made Today And you know The game at Paisley between St Mirren and Kilmarnock the big crowd are one team that will feel a bit annoyed about the split this season is that Motherwell just based on the form they're in at the moment they'll feel that you know if they could continue that until the end of the season and there was no split they could potentially get into that top six as Hugh says if St Mirren make the top six it is down to not what they've done today down what they've done their body of work from the end of July start of August last year so if Motherwell miss out on the top six It's not to do with the great run They've had under Stuart Kettlewell lately Or the point they might get This afternoon at Celtic Park It's to do with the fact that For a long period of the season They were rank rotten And Daz As a mm. died in the wool Motherwell supporter Will tell you For a long time He was worried About getting down to the championship Not up into the top six Your overriding feeling If you're a Motherwell fan Should be gratitude Because on the night That they went out of the cup To Wraith Rovers And got rid of of Stevie Hamill from the manager's job they were level on points with Dundee United and only above them in the league table on goal difference they are now secure and they are giving Celtic a torrid time of it today at Celtic Park and will of course remain in the division so it looked bleak it looked desperate but in Stuart Kettlewell they found someone who calmly turned it all round so your first your overriding feeling should be gratitude that it all turned out okay in the end. You'd have bitten your hand off. Of course you would have. Yeah. Because at one point, I've got to be honest, I thought Motherwell were heading for a championship the way they were playing, their home record, just things that you couldn't score goals. They were absolutely dreadful. Roger was right to criticise them. But there's a little bit of luck going as well. You know, with the winning, winning mentality, the way that Motherwell are playing, Van Veen's a threat now. Wee bit of luck, you've seen it there. Carter Vickers really back post. You'd expect him to burst in it with that. Mother will get away with one. Time oh. for the youngsters at Celtic Park. Rocco Vata coming on for Matt O'Reilly and Lennon Miller coming on for Harry Payton. Just is he still 16, Lennon Miller? Yeah. Lee Miller's son? Yeah, I think so. Highly talented Scotland Youth International he came midfielder. came on at uh, Ibrox against Rangers yep. as well. Yep, there's so two or three certainly kids. Very highly rated by Motherwell. Yeah, and there's two or three kids coming through as well. They got a glimpse of the first team under Stevie Hamill. They'll get it again under Stuart Kettlewell. We joke earlier on about the new manager bounce. But the difference in a short period of time that Stuart Kettlewell has made at Motherwell has been... Absolutely terrific He's done a fantastic job They look 
Just even the way they're set up They look like a different team The results they've got of late Have been those of a different team And it, you know, they're not going to make the top six Andrew You know that But I think If you can continue this feel good factor Until the end of the season I think there'll be a lot of positivity About where he might be able to take Motherwell next season One of the players that's really sort of Shone since Kettlewell came in Is Max Johnson At right back That will be a concern for them Though his contract Is up this summer Yeah and he'll go He will go I remember his father Alan Leaving the country Many years ago Out of contract at Hearts Went and took a gamble To go and play for Rennes In the French First Division Did very well And you could see Young Max Doing something similar There's been interest Premier League clubs Championship clubs down south The likes of Bologna And the continent Who have come and taken Scottish talent before Like Aaron Hickey And Lewis Ferguson They're looking at him too So I, I think Max Johnson will move on It's a shame for Motherwell To lose a good player They'll only get A relative pittance In the compensation payment um, But Listen We can only wish the lad well Next season Carol Starfelt Has a header saved It was Aaron Moy's Free kick Centre back with a header But that one was saved by Liam Kelly Who seems to have recovered He was limping about a bit at one point But he's okay now And St Johnston really putting the pressure on as well Against the 10 men of Hibs Lots of balls played into the Hibs box But nothing has troubled David Marshall So far in the second half It's been quite a, a flat second half You've got to say I was waiting for a lot of As it stands, excitement, the goals going in Certainly hasn't happened so far yeah, the only change to the league table at the moment across all 12 positions because of the three o'clock kickoffs would be Hibs moving above St Mirren at this point. Hibs drawing one all, St Mirren 2 0 down to Kilmarnock. They'd both be on 44 points, but Hibs with a better goal difference than St Mirren. And Livingston would need to score twice to get into the top six. They would replace St Mirren. So. The, the nightmare results for St Mirren could still technically be on if Livingston can kick themselves into gear but it would take a lot of doing to, to win that game 2-1 away to Dundee United Yeah, went into the last 10 minutes it really would we, we spoke about the cruelty of Livingston missing out last year when Ricky Lamy scored that goal for Motherwell in the 93rd or 94th minute at the Tony Macaroni um, If Livy turned this round to their favour with two goals in the last 10 I think for drama that would even eclipse what happened last year Red cards all over the place today It's Tom Lang This time at Wraith Rovers Sent off for a second bookable offence And Scott Hooper At Annan as well Sent off five minutes to go In both those matches So They'll be getting ready to party At Fourth Bank They will indeed They absolutely will Sterling Albion Deserve champions Closing in as well. on that League 2 title ha- Haven't lost I think since the 3rd of December If you can get a run like that Going at this time of the season You deserve to be champions Absolutely We'll see how many of the, the Players even make it to their uh, player of the Year bash tomorrow afternoon. Very surprising, son. It's, the days have changed. Used to be a Saturday night after a game, Player of the Year. Mighty. Used to pick the award up. But what did we say about the nightmare results for St Mirren? Livingston needed a goal. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. There is a goal in that game. But it's for Dundee United It's Stephen Fletcher with a cool finish Set up by Kai Fotheringham And you've got to think that that goal Will secure a top six place For both Hibs and St Mirren Andrew I'm in a group chat with some pals One of whom is a St Mirren season ticket holder And is chewing his fingernails at the ground And about five minutes ago another Fraser Wishup by No no Another gentleman on the same group chat Text him to say I'm listening to Super Scoreboard And Livingston have just equalised 
Oh, so, I'm glad I reeled someone in there. Yeah, well, <laughs> listen, the, the, the Super Scoreboard um, can assure you that St Mirren will be in the top six. Hibs will be in the top six. Apologies out there to St Mirren fans. That was a bit harsh of me. C- congratulations. What's um, a group chat? <laughs> Can't get those in your Nokia, can you? No, no. When that emergency thing goes off and everyone's mobile phone in the country at three o'clock tomorrow, I guarantee you one phone will not have that emergency go off. What is going on with red cards? Lewis Vaughan now sent off for Wraith Rovers. That's their second red card in a matter of minutes. They're now down to nine men. Tom Lang sent off in the 85th. Lewis Vaughan uh, now sent off in the 87th minute. It's all happening. Well, where it's not happening is Celtic Park, where it's petering out now. Um, I think it would be Celtic's least impressive display since they lost 2 0 to St Mirren and Paisley. We were talking earlier on in the show, you know, Celtic don't miss Hitati and they don't miss Jota and they yeah. don't miss Abada because they have all these players coming in. But, but we'll have callers at five o'clock in the open line who will say, get Hitati back quick, get Jota back yeah. quick because, oh, the team missed them today. We've had a look at the underbelly and the underbelly is not as great as we thought. Albion Rovers have a third against Stenhouse Muir. They're 3-1 up. Jamie Leslie with a goal eight uh, minutes to go in that game. And we will be closing in on the full-time scores in the Premiership soon, so we should probably round this one up, Hugh. Yep. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside uh, Stephen Davis and Adrian Mutu. I have been managed by Maurizio Pochettino and Tony Mowbray. On two separate occasions, I joined a team on loan and made the move permanent, including my time in Scotland. I won a league and cup double in both Scotland and my home country. I am Artur Boric. Artur Boric, Gordon DL did get it in the end. Claims that no one texted him the answer. Well, if someone <laughs> if one, someone texts me the answer, I wouldn't have gave a wrong answer at the beginning. I would have I'm giving, giving you in. too much credit there, in fairness. There is a podium as well. Third place, Daniel Miller got it correct. DJ in second place, but in first place, the person who got it the quickest today was Paddy. Congratulations to you. Where did Dato Boric play under Maurizio Pochettino, Roger? I actually don't know. Yeah, That's a good question, actually. Southampton. Southampton Southampton Right Oh yeah Yeah, yeah For God's sake lads No wonder you can't get the teaser Come on <laughs> Hamilton with a big goal Against Partick Thistle Dan O'Reilly Is that his second of the game? I think it might be To put them 2-1 up Against Partick Thistle That is huge With a minute to go In that game Arthur Boric Of course a former teammate Of Mark Wilson And I see from Victoria Park Four minutes to go Bucky nil Breaking City one There we go you know that Mark Wilson's not in charge anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a bit cool. cool. Oh, oh, right below the oh, bell with that one. He'll be listening in the app. He'll, be, he'll hear that. To be fair, honesty is the best way forward. Mm-hmm. He just needs to own it. That's so, it. If they hang mm. on, Breaking versus Spartans, a playoff, we'll go to that, Daz, won't we? No, we won't. Okay. <laughs> What's the change going to be here in terms of shape for Celtic? Because David Turnbull is on and Greg Taylor is off. Wow. Yeah. I don't nice. know what that means at all. Um, <laughs> just a th- great, great analysis uh, from us there. Can yeah. it be a three at the back? Well, Alistair Johnson tuck in with the two centre halves, and Celtic will get the width from maybe Vata on one side, and I'm not sure who on the other. I tell you what, Kilmarnock, a back two, says David Freel. 
Wow That's what they're going for Does David Thrill get the gloves off? We'll, we'll see We'll see um, He's certainly Certainly typing away to us there All heads wide At Celtic Park Six minutes of stoppage time in Paisley That's probably because Kilmarnock players dropping like flies It could be a big result for them today However This won't be good news for Derek McInnes Moving forward Because Fraser Wishart told you that Joe Wright Pulled up in the warm-up pre-match He didn't play Vassell and McKenzie Have gone off due to injuries Ash Taylor Now limping with a hamstring injury as well So Going into that Those post-split mm. fixtures That's not the Injury crisis that Derek McInnes would have wanted No And They'll be big Post-split fixtures Because we could talk about Ross County beginning to look isolated In 12th place But Everybody will want to dodge that 11th place as well You do not want to get into A playoff Because They're tense They're nervous They're difficult Hamilton 2 Partick Thistle 2 In the second bit oh. of injury time Stephen Lawless With the goal Has drawn them level And It will be all over At Sterling Albion Annan They needed well, it was just a point they needed today to wrap up the League 2 title. They will get all three because Flynn Duffy has made it 3-1 in the 91st minute of that game. I'm sure everyone associated with Sterling Albion will have a, a good night tonight. I would have thought so. They deserve it, as we said earlier on. You know, they've been the best team in that division by a distance. They've had some great players. I think Dale Carrick's got 25 goals this season. Jack Leach has been... A terrific addition as well They had young Kai Fotheringham Who's playing for the D United this afternoon He was so impressive for them in the first half of the season Flynn Duffy who's just scored the third goal On loan from Dundee United at the minute And you have to say well done to Darren Young And the players Enjoy your night Enjoy your day tomorrow And probably enjoy two or three days at it Well done Big goal for Jim Duffy Peterhead won Clyde won A goal in the 92nd minute Draws them level I've got to say How O yeah. Has not put Celtic in front yeah. Is totally beyond me Vata I told you about this guy Keep your eye on him He's one for the future He goes down the right wing Terrific ball Onto the head of O What Four or five yards out Just put your head on it And put it back in it How he has missed that I have no idea Same as uh, last Sunday At Rugby Park Rocco Vata With a magnificent ball Into O Slap bang in front of goal and he put it wide in front of Jurgen Klinsmann who had come looking for a striker and left still looking for a striker. Well, a few minutes ago it really wasn't looking good for Paul Hartley's Cove Rangers with, with Hamilton winning. They were drawing at Arbroath. Hamilton now pinned back in the 92nd minute by Thistle and Cove have scored at Arbroath. Suddenly, they're back in with a chance of survival. Absolutely. What an exciting end to the championship season it's going to be. Will there be an exciting end to the game at Celtic Park? Because there are seven minutes Ooh. added. Ooh. Seven minutes to go. Will there be a winner? Yes. Can Celtic get it? You're calling it now, there's going to be a winner? Well, I'm, I'm just for no other reason than it gives us a bit of debate with you who says there won't be a winner. <laughs> right. Well, I said that if it was going to be a winner, it would be for Motherwell. That's what I said. How are the Akers looking? Uh, I had Celtic to win Dreadful. at home. That's, that's gone. Uh, uh, Kilmarnock to lose at St Mirren that's gone <laughs> Dundee United to win that's up and a draw St Johnston Hibbs so I have two right so far two did, out of four to, to be fair terrible. to you you did a 4.51 on the sweep for when Daz would dive into the Rocky Biscuits well the, the only one I got right was Hearts it's also great <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's also Sorry. great <laughs> 
It's also great radio, you just chewing straight into your microphone as <laughs> yeah. well. That's fantastic. How many years have you been doing this? A long time, and I'm quite hungry, so I needed a wee Rocky biscuit. The, the worst ASMR that anyone has ever heard. <laughs> the full-time Ooh, scores yeah. are going on around the division. That's a big still goal play. from a former Scotland centre forward. Chris Martin for QPR away at Burnley. Oh, yeah. I think uh-huh. Burnley, Burnley could have sealed the title today, couldn't mm-hmm. they? Yep. And uh, that's a big win because they were getting drawn into a relegation scrap. Yeah, I think they were sitting, was it one place above the bottom four? Just before yeah. this one, of course, they've been on a bit of a nosedive since Michael Beale left. I think they'd lost lost a few just before he left and then it's never really recovered since then. I think we did get a, a crowd, a capacity number from Paisley, 7,937 <sighs> in the Smyza Stadium today. Well done. And in Perth, 6,600 and uh, well the information that's in front of me says 66,787 which I'm not sure that would comply with any health and safety regulation I think 6,787 which is a a good turnout there as well it's full time between Queen of the South and Montrose so it will it's a defeat for Marvin Bartley what's that two in a row nine men Mm, difficult difficult Jack Bryden sent off after quarter of an hour um, then down to nine very difficult for them that will be the end of the playoff dream I would suspect this season but yep. it, it, it will go again yeah indeed and, 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 just, and, and there's, there's a former a Will Kent face up here Jim O'Brien once of Celtic once of Motherwell once of Indy United a hat trick this afternoon for Notch County they're winning away at Maidstone and a terrific guitar player there you, the there you go well there we go full time between Sterling Albion and Annan Athletic Sterling Albion have won League 2 congratulations to Sterling Albion they have wrapped up the league title that's now two of the four divisions the SPFL divisions that are mathematically wrapped up now yeah in Celtic you would think um, if they don't win the Premiership from here there's something far wrong and then we've only digged down to the division that nobody wants to win Andrew the Championship well there's a full time score here and it has big consequences Tanadice Dave Galloway Dundee United Livingston gives a full time report yeah, Dundee United to Livingston nil. Dundee United went ahead in the 17th minute with a spectacular McGrath strike. Impressive work indeed from Harks, converted by McGrath's well-struck low drive from outside the box. Niskanen nearly made it 2-0, getting on to Fletcher's header on, but his powerful close-range effort was brilliantly turned behind by George. Livingston started to threaten as the first half progressed. Kelly crossed into the box, but Anderson's header to say the least was somewhat wayward and Kelly's curled free kick from about 30 yards sailed over the bar. United started the second half brightly, Behic seized onto a defensive error but couldn't pick out Fletcher with his cross and then Fletcher fired over from around about 12 yards at the other end Nubli fed Shinny whose powerful drive from distance was saved by Birigiti at the second attempt. The temperatures rose in both dugouts following Aina's challenge on Anderson, it sparked a frank exchange of views between the managers with the fourth official and the ref both intervening to calm things down. Penrice's corner caused plenty problems as Livingston strived to get back level. United got it clear, but Dundee United 
in the hole it has to be said looked pretty comfortable overall and went 2-0 ahead after 85 minutes Fotheringham made a real nuisance of himself and fed Fletcher who netted with a lovely cool finish so three wins in a row for United for the first time since October 2021 but it's bottom six football for Livy Dundee United 2 Livingston and we know what that means in Paisley Fraser Wisher it does, it means that have got the top six. A bit of a flat celebration, to be honest, but uh, they've made it into the top six for the first time in your history, and you saw the players coming across to the side looking anxiously for that Dundee United against Livingston result, but they have done it over the season and I think deserve their place in the top six. One's supposed to go this way for this large St Mirren support. They're supposed to be in the top six comfortably doing it the St Mirren way. They have secured it in the, with their worst performance of the season, perhaps summed up by the red card for Thierry Small, two yellow cards in 10 seconds of madness but I think we have to also focus on Kilmarnock's performance they really needed a result their first away win of the season to avoid the drop in this great battle and they gave their 1600 away fans of Derek McInnes an excellent display for a deserved three points in the fact it could have been more the two goals came in the first half deservedly for their excellent performance 17 minutes Kyle Vassell was excellent through twisting the turns on the edge of the box such a lovely pass to Liam Donnelly made a run in between two defenders one and one of the goalkeeper low finish easy pass Carson two up in 35 minutes really good play on the right hand side by Dan Armstrong step over as he does all the time but this time onto his right foot played a lovely cross into the six yard box and Christian Doyle was the most aggressive to attack the ball and headed in off the post and hardly tested Sam Walker best chance just before the break Tony Watt controlled a deflected Keanu Bacchus shot eight yards out but hooked the ball over but a very nervy performance and fans not happy at the break but it could have been more in the second half as Kelly again completely dominated it should have been three just one minute into the second half Watson with a deep cross right, uh, Mackenzie somehow free in the back post six yards out he volleyed it really caught it ball well but he should have scored but a brilliant save you have to give Carson credit for the block he really should have scored though and after finished it Murnoff fans worried and concerns justified ex-St. Alan Power gave himself a yard 20 yards out inches wide with his curling shot Trevor Carson has slipped and just watched the ball drift wide Stephen Robinson tried to shake it up a bit through on Alex Gray for Charles Dunn changed it to 4-3-3 to try and find a way to even test Sam Walker but pretty much all over 68 minutes Thierry Small two yellow cards in 10 seconds he, he won the ball well on the touchline he kicked it off young Watson the linesman gave the throw into Kilmarnock and rightly I think Thierry Small was aggrieved but he threw the ball down stupidly picked up a yellow card for descent from that throw it's thrown quickly to young David Watson he turned Small and Small for some unexplicable reason pulled his shirt and was shown a second yellow card and a red and the game is over comfortable then on from Kelly sub Jones cross hit Armstrong and drifted just an inch wide and then Armstrong had a shot that was tested Carson a good save by the goalkeeper to left but it was very easy for Kilmarnock who saw the game out for, from there huge win for them they're now four points ahead of Ross County at the bottom and right behind St Johnson and Dundee United then battled to avoid the playoffs. Good day all round for Derek McInnes. He'll be delighted with their best away performance of the season. But for St Mirren, they are celebrating. The players are going round applauding the supporters. Once they get over the poor performance and the result, they'll reflect on an excellent season. First time in the top six in their history. Full time in Paisley, St Mirren nil, Kilmarnock 2. Yeah, a bit of a strange atmosphere at full time, I would imagine, with both sets of fans with something to celebrate at the end there. There's another full time. It's at McDermott Park, Dalyton. I think we're still having technical issues at Perth, so we'll, we'll go there if we can. There, it's still not full time at Celtic Park yet, is it? There was a Carl Starfelt header that was weak, though, over the bar, but it is full time now. David Freel. 
full time Andrew Celtic won Motherwell won Celtic have been on a relentless march towards the title but they took a shock stumble as Kevin Van Veen's solo goal earned Motherwell a point as I said Ange Postacoglu said they won their previous 16 home league games it was a perfect record but that's now gone Callum McGregor put them ahead in the first half but Van Veen silenced Celtic part with a stunning goal 10 minutes after the break it's 24th of the season what a season the big Dutchman's having Celtic did press the winner they were strangely flat all afternoon and Ohi and Gu missed a great chance to win it but Motherwell held on Celtic 13 points clear of Rangers but a rare stumble for them Motherwell started really well they had two chances inside 90 seconds as they made a fast start Hart booted Van Veen's low cross away at the back post Callum Butcher then volleyed over from, from a corner Celtic didn't really hit their groove to begin with then Callum McGregor started to play he was making them ticky curled one over the bar across for Dyson made his headed chance and then grabbed the opener on 24 minutes the ball was worked to McGregor 25 yards out his low cross took a deflection off Callum Butcher on its way past Liam Kelly Made in Haksabanovic's sort of half chances before the break, but Celtic couldn't find the second goal. It was the same at the start of the second half. A great move, saw Alistair Johnson pick out Kyogo. He swivelled but could only shoot wide from the edge of the box. Then in 55 minutes came Motherwell's big moment as Callum Slattery's long ball found Van Veen on a break. He still had a lot of work to do. He faced up Greg Taylor, he turned him inside out. Then he was faced with Joe Hart and he just dinked the ball over him to go and celebrate in front of all the Motherwell fans. What a goal it was. He had another effort not long after, but it was Motherwell who had to defend for the last half hour. Cameron Carter Vickers should have scored with a header. Carl Starfield then headed into Liam Kelly's arms from an Armoy free kick. Celtic did throw everything at it. Rocco Vata, he was really impressive when he came on and he dug out a perfect cross for O at the back post. All he had to do was head it over the line, but he somehow headed it wide. Carl Starfield also had a header an injury time that he put over the bar, but overall Celtic just weren't good enough. Motherwell deserved huge credit today. Celtic's perfect league record is gone, and it's Motherwell who come away with all the credit. Full time, Celtic won, Motherwell won. And now it's over to you, 01419511025 on the open line. We want to hear your thoughts on today's action. Celtic fans, what did you make of that performance ahead of next week's semi-final as well? Motherwell fans, you must be happy with that result as well. St Mirren fans, a top six finish for the first time since 1985. We want to hear from you. I'm sure you are delighted despite the result today. You will be in that top six. Of course, there was lots... Going on, Kilmarnock with that win as well with Ross County losing. What does that do for your chances of you know hoping not to finish in that bottom spot? We want to hear from you. 01419511025. And after these, we'll try and get a full-time report from McDermott Park as well. After the action, it's your reaction. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Full time across today's fixtures in Scotland And it was a big 6-1 win for Hearts against Ross County in the early game And then after that Celtic drawing one all with Motherwell Dundee United with a 2-0 win over Livingston St Johnston 1, Hibs 1 and St Mirren 0, Kilmarnock 2 Despite the fact St Mirren lost it means they are in the top 6 So are Hibs Livingston will be playing bottom 6 football A big win for Kilmarnock as well Pulling away from Ross County Who lost earlier on to Hearts It's been a day full of action, Hugh Yeah, uh, great day for Jim Goodwin at Dundee United Clear blue water between him and uh, Ross County at the bottom Three of the wins table. in a row for them as well Yep, uh, they're looking good Kilmarnock uh, getting the unexpected away win of the day uh, Good for them Ross County In terms of the relegation question Bad day for Ross County Really, really bad day for Ross County And nothing doing to trouble the other two um, For Hibs, they're in the top six And that takes the heat off 
Lee Johnson the manager For St Mirren They're in the top six Not because of what happened today But because of what happened Throughout the season With regard to Europe The gap is cut Between Hearts and Aberdeen To two points That puts added spice Onto tomorrow's game At Pataudry Aberdeen against Rangers It's now Well it's always a must win For Barry Robson But it really is now uh, And at the top Celtic found out today That O Is no Kyogo Iwata is no Hatati Haksabanovic is no Jota and in the absence of those players they were poor defensively Kevin Van Veen had them terrorised they were terrible in terms of chance taking and that includes Kyogo and O and just about everybody else and they have a 13 point lead over Rangers now But they have had their second worst display of the season It was uh, only beaten by the defeat to St Mirren And if they want to beat Rangers next week There will have to be a monumental transformation And players coming back to the side The only positive out of the day for me Was the display of Rocco Vata Who came on, did what he did against Kilmarnock last Sunday Strikes lovely crosses And O has let him down At Kilmarnock and today O is no Kyogo well, We want to hear from you on the open line 01419511025 We now know who is in the top six Who is in the bottom six And Roger it sets things up very nicely Going forward because you've got that race for Europe Between Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs St Mirren you've then got that relegation scrap Where St Johnson, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, Ross County All in there It's going to be a, a really exciting few weeks Yeah, at that point for Celtic They need two wins from five games to retain the title They will do that But as you say, plenty to play for beneath that And it'll be fascinating to see When the post-split fixtures come out at the start of the week You know, when do Aberdeen play Hearts? When do Hearts play Hibs? When does St Mirren play Aberdeen? Games like that and down at the bottom, a bad, bad day for Ross County. They might need to win three or four of the post-split games to stay up. They are now adrift. And a lot of the interest now isn't so much 12th. It's who can dodge that playoff place. And the action isn't done this weekend, Gordon. No. Half past four tomorrow, Aberdeen against Rangers. Should be a big one. Yeah, a uh, big one for both teams. Obviously, Rangers want momentum uh, going to a difficult Pataudry to go into next uh, week's semi-final against Celtic. Aberdeen want to keep that gap between them and Hearts for third place. Hearts got a terrific result today. Um, I thought we'd get more excitement, but you look down, maybe the Nairs got a hold of two or three teams. St Mirren, Hibs and Livingston, so much to play for. None of them pick up three points. Um, but all credit to Dundee United. And all credit to Kilmarnock I had written them off I'll be honest I thought St Man would have won that comfortably today All, all credit to him By the accounts of listening to uh, Fraser at Paisley um, They should have won by more So that's a booster for Kilmarnock as well So once once we get the fixtures out I think we'll still get exciting games ahead Well let's hear from you 01419511025 St Mirren fans especially I'd like to hear from you First top six finish It'll be since 1985 Celtic fans What did you make Of that result today Heading into next weekend Rangers fans Maybe you've got some thoughts Ahead of tomorrow's trip To Pataudry Let's go to the phones Kevin is a Celtic fan In Castle Milk Kevin what did you make Of the game today How are we doing guys Hi Kevin Guys before we start Can I say a quick hello To my, my old dad Who's in the hospital He's not keeping too well um, 
just before I go to my main point. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I think Hugh has to calm down a wee bit. Um, Celtic's lost points in three games this this season. You think the way Hugh's going on that we were fighting for top six. We've lost points in three games. We're in the split now. I, I think today it was just a combination. Players looking a wee bit tired. We missed Hattati. Awata is a decent player, but he can't do the things that Hattati does. So I think everybody has to just calm it down a wee touch. The reason why I'm standing here for four hours today, Kevin, is to offer an opinion. And I'm confining myself to this game today. And what I'm saying is that when Celtic had to go into their resources, uh, the resources didn't come through for them. As I said, O is no Kyogo. Kyogo is entitled to an off day, which he had today. He scored 49 goals so far as a Celtic player. O is far from Kyogo. Iwata, by your own admission, is no Hatati. Haksabanovic is no Jota or Abada. And the positive was a, a teenager coming on, Rocco Vata. That's what I am saying. Celtic went to their resources today, went to the, the underbelly, if you like, and the players on the periphery did not come through for them. It was a poor display from but, Celtic. But neither did the players that actually started mm. either. You're saying, oh, is no Kyogo. Kyogo yeah. didn't score either. That's so a, surely it was just a, a, a team performance rather than the, the individuals on it, the periphery that it, were to blame. It's a collective failure, of course it is. But I said, Kyogo's entitled to an off day. He's on 49 goals. He's been the, 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 the best of all signings that uh, Ange Postacoglu has made. But confining myself to one match, I'm simply saying that the in-depth strength is perhaps not as so in-depth as you think. You've also got to say, Hugh, as much as you're saying Kyogo's entitled to an off day, I think Celtic as a team are entitled to an off day. But I'm taking no credit away from Motherwell. I thought Motherwell today were excellent. But Celtic, they didn't lose a game. Um, they passed up a few chances. But I just think that, look, throughout a hard season, have they played to their best today? No, they've not. But they've still not lost the game. And at the end of the day, you're always going to have it. It doesn't matter how good a side you are. You're going to have occasions where it just doesn't work for you. And I think sometimes you've got to look over a fence and say, do you know what? Mother will put up a good display today and for me. I think that's Kevin and the Celtic fans will say they'd rather the poorer Celtic performance arrive today than next Sunday afternoon at Hamden. Be interesting to see how they respond to this because, in relative terms, and Kevin's right, Celtic, there's only three times Celtic haven't won in the league this season, but in relative terms, this was a poor Celtic performance. It was sluggish, it was insipid, it was lethargic, it was everything. You don't expect from an Ange Postecoglou side, but be interesting to see next week. I think he will be tough on them in the post-match press conference, and especially at Lennox Town through the week to ensure that one sluggish performance doesn't lead into another sluggish performance. Yeah, Kevin, do you think this has any effect on momentum at all heading into the semi-final next week? Or have you seen plenty from this Celtic side? The fact that they've won thirty of their thirty-three league games this season—that you know things will go back to normal essentially next week. I think next week will take care of itself, guys. It's a one-off game, basically. The title's wrapped up. This is the only game that matters now in our season. So I think Ange will have the players ready for it. I think there might be three or four changes next week. Um, 
Kevin. But let's wait and see how Rangers do tomorrow as well, actually, because they might get a bad result and they might figure into it. Yeah, granted. Um, but Kevin, I have to say to you, in what way does it take care of itself? Old firms don't games don't take care of themselves. You have to get them. Well, we've took care of three out of four this season here, so that in itself means nothing either. But the way the way Celtic played today, sorry, Kevin. The way it's, I know where Kevin's come from. The way Celtic played today has nothing to do with the way Celtic will play next week. Some form book goes out the window type look, situation. It's a complete. You're at Hamden, full house. And by the way, it's, it's one draw after what seventeen consecutive yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a completely different ball game. Now, there's no what you're saying. There's no excuse for Celtic at home. You'd expect them, whatever, but. When you get into a Celtic Rangers game next week with the importance of the game, this weekend will ha- have no bearing whatsoever. But the therefore, therefore, you'd agree with me that the previous Celtic wins over Rangers have no bearing either. And oh, and yeah, of course, anybody can win the game, Hugh. I think that is exact same. If Rangers went to Pataudry tomorrow and put a, a poor performance on. I wouldn't be sitting going, oh, I'm dead worried about if I was Rangers next week against Celtic. The two teams will come. That's a different game. I've played in the games. I know what like they are. They're completely different from playing against Motherwell today at Celtic Park. And I keep going back to it. Sometimes you've got to give Motherwell a wee bit credit. They made it very difficult for Celtic. You've mentioned a few of the players and it's all forward players. You can take it a bit further. If you look at Motherwell's goal, terrific goal, but if you look at it from Celtic's point of view, one of their best players, and everybody comes on here and, and praises him to the hill, Greg Taylor get turned inside out yeah. for Van Veen's goal. So it's been a it's not been the greatest performance for him, Celtic, but that as well as Rangers tomorrow will have no bearing on next week. Kevin, what quite didn't click today for Celtic? I just think everything, guys, I don't think they were at the races at all. Um too slack, too slow. Just, I think we really missed Atati. Atati just makes his click that wee bit better than a lot of does. Well, it, it's now a big week for Celtic in terms of the treatment room to see if Atati, Jota, Abada can make the match. Um, if I were Ange Postacoglu and the Celtic supporters, I'd be a, a little concerned that Aaron Moy, who at times this season has been wonderful. He has come back from injury and has had one poor game after another. A few bumps and bruises today as well, Hugh. Yeah. Yeah, interesting to see. But Ange Postacoglu doesn't tend to say too much about injuries right after the game, but we'll see throughout the week if there's any after effects of that. Although all the players that did go down injured ended up up and, and playing again. Thank you to Kevin 01419511025. Chris is a Celtic fan up next in the East End. Chris, what did you make of the game today? Um, good evening, panel. Hope you're all well. Uh, just Chris? what I, I what I looked at the game today was yeah, it was sluggish. However, that is a side uh, for people who are actually competing for places in the starting lineup and should have been able to go out there and take care of the game. However, what concerns me really uh, most of all is, and I think it maybe I would touch a, a little nerve with uh, Gordon as a, as a as a manager in the, his previous history, is the fact that Stuart Kettlewell has given his players instructions to go out there 
and waste as much time as they possibly can. You see incident after incident, especially with the goalkeeper. The ball goes out on the left-hand side and he's walking across to the right-hand side to take the goal kick. We see the ball going out, you know, and a Celtic player clashes with the Motherwell player and you can see it clearly on camera. There's nothing wrong with a lad who goes down. He looks up, looks around, and then starts writhing about in agony. Now, the referee has got to take a lot of blame for this, for quite simply allowing Motherwell to do as much time-wasting as they possibly can. Fair enough, their game plan worked. It got them a point. But that's deeply concerning that the referees don't do anything about this. The referee added on seven minutes. As a consequence of what was going on And I'm afraid Chris Your remarks are all about Deflection and trying to take Away from a poor Celtic performance The reason why Celtic drew Today is because Celtic were not good enough And squandered chances Were wasteful and Were negligent at the back as well Time wasting Yep it goes on and it will go On forever. Celtic started the Game talking about which goal-scoring record will be beaten? Will it be the Invincibles under Brendan Rodgers? Will it be the Lisbon Lions under Jockstein? Will it be Willie Maley from 1916? And then went out and had their most wasteful day in front of goal for a long, long time. I'm afraid if Motherwell come to Celtic Park and waste time, but the referee adds on seven minutes and you still don't get a winner, I'm afraid that's your I'm fault. I'm you, Hugh. I, I, I think that's a, a total excuse. I really do. You look at all over the world, teams will play against teams that are better than them. It'll happen to Celtic, I think, you know, in Europe sometime when they're maybe leading 1 0 and it's five, ten minutes to I go. I mean, it's uncharacteristic for Celtic, but do they not take the ball into the corner against Rangers a few weeks it. ago when they'll, they were they'll ahead? They'll Listen. If they, I, if they take the ball into the corner, the ball's still in play. But look at the Motherwell players. Look at Van Veen, especially towards the end of the game. The ball's out for a throw in. The Celtic player steps up, steps up to take the throw in And uh, Hugh, I agree with you I get your point, Gordon, I get your point Taylor was left massively exposed And I'd be deeply concerned about the fact That Van Veen was able just to walk past him And put that ball in the back of the net I'd be proud of that goal And I'd take my hat off to the guy It was an absolutely brilliant goal But I'd be concerned if I was Postacoglu But the point I'm getting is The Motherwell player, when the ball They were starting to take a throw in he, starts to, he throws the ball onto the park as well And the referee does nothing I'll be interested to hear from Ange Postacoglu Because there have been times, Andrew, this season when Celtic have been flying, you know, to the untrained eye, they've looked great, flamboyant, pacey, and he's come in and criticised them and said, not quite good enough, we need to raise the standards. So I know David Freel's got the gloves off to finish his report at Celtic Park, but when he gets downstairs to interview the Celtic manager, we're fascinated to hear if Ange Postacoglu also has the gloves off because Hugh has criticised the performance, he's criticised the lack of energy in the Celtic team, the wastefulness in front of goal, and ahead of such a stupendously important game next weekend, I'll be interested to hear what Ange has to say about this Celtic performance. This is a Celtic team who have carried all before them, all season long, and have rightly been lauded for the entertainment that they bring to our game. They have been nothing short of fantastic all season long. But Chris... Sometimes you have to hold your hands up and admit that your team today 
were simply miles off it I mean Chris did say at the start of his call That there were some players that he felt maybe didn't take their chance Or, uh-huh. or, or show yeah. the opportunity Who were those players Chris that you felt maybe didn't take the opportunity? Well you look at the chance You know with Starfield, the header Everything like that Maida The the, the problem that Postacoglu had in the past The wide area The balls were coming in from Johnson They're coming in from Taylor And he was getting frustrated that Kyogo Jota Maida They weren't in the right place At the right time And when they should be And that's been one of their downfalls This season That's why Kyogo If he had been in the right place At the right time The guy's an absolute genius You know Ever since he's came here But if he's in the right place At the right time He'd have been well above And beyond the 30 goals You know For the season But you know I take I take my hat off to Motherwell They came with a game plan They did it They did it well They frustrated The heck out of Celtic you know, so I think what real Celtic have been doing as well, they're paying far too much attention and I go back to Hugh's point about records being broken left, right and centre. Why don't they do the first thing that comes to mind and the most important thing is just go out and win the league? Well, they, they have they have won they have won the league already. But they've had two bad days in the thirty three league games played so far. They were murder against St Mirren. And deservedly lost 2-0 And today they were awful And drew at home The first points that they've lost at Celtic Park this season You simply have to hold your hands up and say The in-depth strength was not evident The players who came on Made no difference whatsoever With the honourable exception of Rocco Vata And they've just had an awful day And it will require a transformation And I use the word advisedly it will require a transformation and new personnel coming back for Celtic to overcome today's performance and beat Rangers next weekend. Well, thank you to Chris. 01419511025 is the number you need. We want to hear from you, whether it was on that Celtic game, St Mirren fans, you're in the top six for the first time since 1985. We want to hear from you. Maybe you're at home and you've got thoughts ahead of that Aberdeen Rangers game tomorrow. 01419511025. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yeah, time to hear from you on Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025. If you've got any thoughts on today's action, Celtic drawing one all with Motherwell, St Mirren into the top six despite losing 2 0 to a Kilmarnock who pulled away from Ross County after their heavy defeat. To Hearts Gordon DL You were trying to claim this As some sort of Gordon DL derby Earlier on this Sheffield United Manchester City yeah. game Weren't you? Yeah well I played For both clubs uh, Very close to my heart as I mean you didn't You didn't play For Sheffield United did Well you? Uh, yeah They tried to say you've, ne- you've been near Sheffield Is what you no, were no, no. Essentially saying earlier no, on. Would, You were in the Crucible once I would, <laughs> I'm going to Crucible Next week uh, I was actually down I was signed With Sheffield And I decided to come back home And then obviously Got my big money move From Rangers to City So Pentley Kick City um, There's only one winner here Yeah I have a feeling Erling Haaland Maybe taking this one You don't fancy Wes Fodringham here? Uh, oh of course Former Rangers goalkeeper Wes Fodringham There's a few Scottish connections In that team as well Paul Heckingbottom in charge He's got Stuart McCall As his assistant There's John Fleck In there as well Ollie McBurney on the bench But let's get back to The football we all care about Scottish football Let's go back to the phones uh, Ross is a Motherwell fan In East Kilbride Ross How happy were you with that today? Uh, ecstatic I mean Don't get me wrong Celtic obviously Had their chances today But I thought I thought We went by game plan And we stuck to it And 
pretty much shackled them to the fact that they had to score from long range to get anything like to score. The other, the other worry, um, and it's a it's a big worry. Kevin Van Veen on his own terrorised four defenders, walked through them all at one point to get a shot off, and Celtic could not handle Kevin Van Veen. Now, with the greatest respect to him, how old is he, Roger? Thirty-one. Right, he's had a magnificent season, but. He really ought not to be going to Celtic Park on his own and being too much for Celtic to handle. I think sometimes, Hugh, uh, I totally understand what you're saying, but I think Ross is correct to come on and say, do you know what, we went with a game plan. And that's what happens with teams. They go to a game plan there, they try and frustrate Celtic, they try and sit in, do they waste time if they've got something? Of course they do. That's all part of it because you're up against a terrific side. The game plan worked for Motherwell today and showed great character going to go behind and the minute McGregor scores you're thinking this is going to be easy street for Celtic just to run a mill day and I think Celtic fans would have thought that we thought it in the studio but all credit to Motherwell I think sometimes you look for the negatives of Celtic at home because of obviously how good they've been this season and deserve all the parts to back and credit but somewhere along the line occasionally a team will come along get their game plan right and walk away with a point that they deserve And I think that's happened to Motherwell today What was um, it Mike Tyson used to say Everybody's got a plan Until you get punched in the face Now Motherwell got punched in the face today Callum McGregor's deflected goal But he get back off the canvas And they stuck to the plan And they've come out with a point A very valuable point A deserved point Van Veen 23 or 24 for the season now I think Andrew He has been terrific he showcased all of his talents there this afternoon, as you mentioned, and Stuart Kettlewell can be very content with his afternoon's work. I mean, you can rhyme off the stats. Before this game, Celtic had won 15 successive meetings with Motherwell in all competitions. Motherwell had lost each of their last 13 visits to Celtic in all competitions as well. So they hadn't had a good time of it against Celtic. But Ross, it's one of these where everything needs to go right for Motherwell and you need Celtic to have an off day as well. Oh, well, 100%, don't get me wrong, as I said, Celtic had their chances and some of their passing, like they were sluggish, like their passing, it wasn't to Celtic standard, but like, I just feel like what she said, like, we, I don't think Muller getting the credit that we deserve, like, obviously Celtic are obviously a far better team, of course, but I just don't feel Muller get the credit deserving. The caller beforehand, I think it was Kevin, going on about Muller time-wasting, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done it umpteen times in Europe when they play against, say, the likes of Real Madrid or a team that's got about 100 times their budget, so, of course, teams are going to do that, especially when you're playing them at their own home ground, do you know what I mean? Journalistically, Journalistically speaking, and Roger will know this to be true, Celtic dropping two points at home today is a bigger story than Motherwell getting a point at Celtic Park, because it's the week before the game that could give Celtic a treble. And they've had an awful day And they have gone to their in-depth resources And found it's not as in-depth as as they thought But Of course you come back to Motherwell And it was a very good point for them I still think With the greatest respect Ross That had Celtic not been so wasteful They ought to have scored three or four goals And it was down to players who would normally be razor sharp in front of goal like Kyogo not taking their chances and as a consequence Celtic have dropped but you always expect that Hugh Celtic will always create chances at home no matter if they're below par but let's put this in the perspective they've not lost the game 
Right, it's just the standards that they've set that everybody thinks 1-0, oh this is a case, you sit back, we'll get entertained, it'll be 3-4. and four. I, I think, totally agree with Ross, I think we just get carried away with sometimes we don't give the the credit to, for instance, Motherwell today and they deserve all that. But if you look at Celtic, as much as, yeah, they were firm favourites, we all took Celtic in their Akers, they didn't lose a game. You know, it's not the biggest disaster I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, in this part of the world, in the lead up to Celtic against Rangers at Hamden a week tomorrow, we will spend 10 hours of broadcasting time. 10 hours. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. And you can throw in another hour on Saturday. 11 hours of broadcasting time discussing how today's result affects a week tomorrow's result and how Rangers' result at Pataudry affects their game against Celtic at Hamden. That's the way of it. With Ross on the line, let's focus on it from a Motherwell perspective for the moment. Ross, just talk to us about Kevin Van Veen, the form he's in, just the importance he is or how important he is to your team at the moment. Well, without Van Veen, we are, we are probably down at Ross County. The, the form he's had this season... Is it's, it's unreal. Like even before, also remember when obviously Hamill was in charge at the time, we were a bit had the one up front, and it just wasn't working for Van Dien. But as soon as Kerwells came in, he's changed it to like a three-five-two. Van Dien's now got somebody up top with him that's helping him out, and it's as though that partner for Van Dien that allows him to express himself more because he doesn't have to run to one end of the pitch like to the right back to the left back. He only has to stick to the one side. Like Mandron, when you're, he's up top with him, Mandron does like sort of the donkey work, and it leaves Van Dien free. Which is, I think, potentially the term of form in Van Dien scoring all these goals. He's, he's been phenomenal this season for us. I don't think we'll keep him in next season. And as I said, like he's 31, but I mean, he's firing all cylinders. And for a, a team that's down at the bottom half of the table, 24 goals in all competitions, I genuinely think he'll beat Michael Higgins' record. Yeah, 24 goals in all competitions, 12 of those. Gordon have come in his last 11 games which he's, is inc- incredible he's been brilliant and I, I can understand Ross Motherwell fan talking about we'd be relegated down the relegation battle Van Veen I, I, look I give strikers all the credit in the world but without the guys doing all the work behind these strikers don't get the goals you know what I mean Kyogo gets a lot of praise for his goals at Celtic but look at the quality the quality of McGregor, Hatate, O'Reilly's and Moyes and Jota's and, you know, Abada's and these sort of, a, uh, you know, personnel. I think Motherwell have found a formation that suits Van Veen, but it's suited the other players. They get into the positions to create. Today, I thought, was a great goal from Van Veen. The fact that it was a ball up the pitch. He's still a lot to do. He turned Greg Taylor inside out and it was a terrific finish. But I'm sure as a striker, Van Veen will put a lot of praise and a lot of fact of his goals on his teammates who have been excellent since Kettlewell took over. Well, thank you to Ross. 01419511025. If you want to get involved, let's start hearing from some of the managers. Here's what Ange Postacoglu had to say about that draw against Motherwell. Disappointing outcome and, uh, yeah, performance not really at the levels we've, we've shown before. Uh, you know, we control the game for the most part pretty well. First half was fine. We scored our goal. We had some chances to get a second, which, you know, we didn't take advantage. But at the same time, I thought we were, you know, we are in control. We kind of knew the game would open up, but then we considered a really, you know, poor goal from our perspective, which gives the opposition some encouragement. And then, you know, I think we lost our composure a little bit. Just 
you know, got a bit desperate at times and um, you, you, when you set sort of the standards we set, you know, you, um, you just got to make sure that you're doing everything within your control to, to maintain and reach those standards and, you know, I just thought, like I said, we, we considered a really poor goal which is unlike us and then that seemed to filter through into our play after that where, you know, we're trying to chase the game a little bit. Paul is a Celtic fan in Kirk and Tillich. Paul, do you agree with what Ange Postacoglu was saying there? Uh, hi there, hi guys. Uh, I'm pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here still waiting, taking my way from the game. Uh, we were poor the day, and I'm not going to... Motherwell, it's their right to, to play act and just time waste and frustrate, and they've done it really well, but we were, Celtic were poor. But even it being poor, we should have still won, we should have still scored another few goals they missed two absolute sitters a goal missed a sitter I think it was Starfield as well missed a sitter so we didn't lose but we didn't we didn't at all didn't play at all well we missed the the guy or Jota and uh, Atati but you know what maybe that's the week kind of put up the backside we need before next week because the second half of the game last week they were at it and today we weren't at it and the disappointing thing is some of the guys that are coming in, mainly Haxabanovich, no taking their chances. They're no, they're, they're, they're no. Which is the point I've been. The bench. Which is the point I've been hammering since five o'clock. Players have come in who are nowhere near the equal of those they replace. The strength and depth has now been called into question. But then we've also seen Celtic fans in the past saying, oh look, Haxabanovich has been brilliant when he's come off the bench. This guy, you know, deserves more of a chance. Well, he's had his impact at times. Is it not just a case of maybe some of the players have had an off day and you, I, know, you can't just write them off based off of one I, performance? I don't think I've ever heard that Ange Postacoglu sound as flat as he did there. He summed up the game perfectly. He's honest and truthful, but he sounded so disappointed not at the levels that they've shown before Did control the game But lost a poor goal Lost their composure Got desperate Ange Postacoglu Is a smart guy And he knows what he's looking at And what he was looking at today Was very very poor And he has to have Different personnel Against Rangers Because the personnel Who came in today And were asked to take their chances Did not But Hugh you're talking about two players uh, You know it's not like you're If Put it this way If everybody's fit Celtic's team next week Will have Jota And Hatate probably in it if, You've given us the right, F word right. but, but you're saying Players have come in Not taking their chances You're talking about two players You're talking about a midfield player And Haxa Banifitz The rest will play So it's not a case of saying Well I take our chances Haxa Banifitz has been poor for me I like him I think he's got good ability I said this afternoon, I thought I'd like to see young Vata and he come on and I agree with you. He excites me every time he's direct, he can get there, he puts a terrific ball in for O. Now, O's not taking his chances in front of goals, but he's never going to start next week against Rangers anyway. So, uh, I look at but this... The, but the point, Gordon, is one day you might need O. One day, yeah, but, but Kyogo might get injured. Yeah, and but, he is no... Kyogo But uh, yeah Listen It's very hard to be a Kyogo But I still think that You can't just judge O And He's missed a He's missed a, a sitter today I mean he's, he's what 21 just in the country He's it's... just in the club He's just he's, he's finding his feet Celtic overall You look at You know we're picking on For instance O today Oh I missed a chance Blah 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 
Greg Taylor's been one of the best left, well, actually the best left back in Scotland just now, right? His forum's been absolutely brilliant since Postacoglu's entered the building. He could turn inside out today for Van Veen's goal. But when Van Veen was one-on-one with Greg Taylor, there wasn't another Celtic defender within 60 yards of the two of them. Celtic will be favourites for the semi-final. Reserved to be because they won 3 2 in the league game, they won 2 1 in the league cup final. But you wonder off the back of such an insipid performance today when Ange Postecoglou is saying not at a level shown before, mm. you wonder if Rangers could go to Petodre tomorrow, put on a bit of a show, score a couple of goals, get a comfortable win, avoid any more injuries. You wonder what that does to the dynamic of the yeah, build up exactly. to the Scottish Cup semi final. Paul, what sort of effect do you think that? Performance will have leading up to that game, whether it's psychological, whether it's on team selection, whether you think there'll be any effect at all. Well, let's try some perspective. They never lost. They didn't play well. That's all they done. They didn't play well. So if Celtic get Jota back, uh, they get Hatati back, and even if they just if Celtic play to ninety percent of their capabilities, Celtic should win the game because. They've got a far better squad than Rangers. If they don't show up, if they if they, they do what they've done today, the they'll, they'll they'll struggle. But Celtic are a better team than Rangers squad wise. But you're introducing if, you're introducing should, uh, and the fact that Celtic did not lose, you're absolutely correct. But there are ways of not losing, and Celtic were disappointing from start to finish today. Well, thank you to Paul. 01419511025. We want to hear from you, St. Mirren fans. Have you got any thoughts on that top six place? We'll hopefully hear from you next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard after an action packed afternoon of action across all four divisions. There was a draw between Celtic and Motherwell. St Mirren have sealed their top six place, as have Hibs as well. It will be bottom six football for Livingston for the rest of the season. Ross County. Rock bottom at the moment Four points adrift After Comarnock's win in Paisley And Ross County's 6-1 defeat to Hearts So it's over to Aberdeen And Rangers tomorrow Aberdeen hoping to close that gap Or sorry Stretch the gap on Hearts Who have cut it to two points At the moment And Rangers looking to Close the gap to Celtic Certainly uh, make it look a bit better In terms of visuals on the league table Let's go back to the phones Because Robert is a St Mirren fan Robert how are you feeling? Um, it's happy because we, we, we qualify for top six. Just a bit disappointed to score. Um, especially being a full crowd. We could have really done something to be amazing. To me, the, the, the music for the Pays of Festival would have been a great atmosphere. Had they won today. But unfortunately, it was to be. Yeah, what was the atmosphere like in the stadium? Because as you say, it was a, a sellout, almost 8,000 inside the ground. You know, full Kilmarnock away end was full as well. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, lots of shit tune and cheering. Yeah, lots of flags to play. Just play. It's really, really great. It's just a, a shame as result. It was. So as yeah, it, that, that, as we said earlier, Andrew, if there's a St Mirren way of doing it, they found the St Mirren way of doing it. You get where you want to be, but you manage to lose the game in the way to do it. But Hugh was bang on earlier on. It's not about the ninety minutes this afternoon. St Mirren's season has been about the performances 
of the previous 32 games The home win against Celtic Some other terrific results I saw them a couple of weeks ago Winning against Hearts at Tynecastle Deservedly They have accumulated enough points 44 to get into the top six First time since league reconstruction They've done it It'll be the highest league finish since 1985 They could be in Europe for the first time since 1987 And Robert and his St Mirren supporting pals Are right to enjoy the festival tonight And so is Stephen Robinson and his players Yeah Robert Does it make you now dream of what is possible This season you're now into that top six There's European football at stake It's seemed that the Celtic Look at wee holiday I mean that that would be it would be quite something for St Mirren fans, Hugh. If they if they could do that, there's obviously a long way to go. There'll be yeah. tough tough games after the split, certainly. But um, you know th- that's what football is all about: being able to dream. The fact that they're now locked into yeah. that top six, they've shown that they can beat. I think they've beaten every single team in the division this season, apart from Rangers. So they'll be able to look at that and think, you know what, we can go out there and, and maybe get a few results in the next few weeks. They've done something today they have not done for 38 years. Take pride in that And in the passing Livy were only two points beneath them And are in seventh place For Livy to be in that position And to be in the division for five years As they have been now They should build a statue Outside the ground In honour of Davy Martindale The only problem is Davy Martindale will need to build it himself And you can just about hear Ross The Motherwell fan that was on there Laughing at Aberdeen and Hearts and Hibs and St Mirren thinking they're going to be playing it out for the right to lose to Sligo Rovers in July Yeah, That is the thing we've seen actually in the past it's been, mm-hmm. it's been a bit of a negative for managers that have ended up getting into Europe Jack Ross and Graham Alexander that probably yeah. still would have, have kept their jobs if yeah. they didn't have yeah. those you're but bit, you've got to look at it <laughs> but the, the financial implications we've all seen St Mirren's accounts just how they've been struggling in that sense I think was it David Martindale came out earlier on this week and said that finishing in the top six the difference between doing that and not is maybe around what three hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand pounds that's a lot of money then on top of that you've got extra games against Celtic and Rangers after the split you've then got the potential of European football at the start of next season it's the type of thing that can be transformative for a club yeah it can and, and Stephen Robinson hasn't hidden the fact this season that St Mirren have encountered financial issues. You can see it when the latest financial results came out from the club. This is huge for some. And you know, Robert and the fans can enjoy the kudos of finishing in the top six. They can look forward to exciting games after the top six split. But John Needham and the board at St Mirren will recognise this as a massive, unexpected, unbudgeted boost. For St Mirren's coffers And I think a lot of people At the start of the season You look at what happened In the League Cup group stages St Mirren mm. lost to Arbroath They lost to Airdrie Then lost their first two League games of the season as well And at that point I think there was a lot of St Mirren fans That were maybe a bit concerned About how this season Was going to go I'm not sure there were many of them That would have been able to dream That a top six finish was possible Yeah It wasn't the best start There was uh, a few St Mirren fans On this uh, phone in uh, A bit concerned uh, there was a few doubters out there and I think a f- couple of us in the studio were amongst them what, just worrying about the manager. Who, d- who did you tip to go down in your predictions? Ross County. Okay, alright. Uh, Kilmarnock second bottom. I think I was heard the show last night there's Hugh plus one apparently that, yeah. that had St Mirren to finish bottom but I'm not quite sure who the other was. No, um, but... As Roger stays silent over there. It's a, is it Roger? <laughs> it's a it long, long season. Me, I actually can't remember. <laughs> I've got to say you've got to give credit to Stephen Robertson and St Mirren. They've been excellent. 
disappointing today of course in front of a packed house they'd like to have got that top six with a bit of style but all, all credit to Derek McInnes and Kilmarnock they're fighting for their lives well thank you to Robert I hope you enjoy your night along with the rest of the St Mirren fans let's hear from David Martindale shall we because for every happy St Mirren fan there will be a disappointed Livingston fan after they've missed out on the top six here's what David Martindale's made of it Disappointment's probably the overriding emotion on I think the players have gave me everything up to match day 33. Spoke about in there, story of the game really. McGrath scores, Shinny doesn't he? Like, I don't mean Shinny should score. There's a shot on target for both teams really. McGrath goes in, changes the dynamics of the game, makes it a little bit easier for Dungeon United to manage the game in terms of dropping in, defending their own half. That's really the story of the game. Second goal, I'm not really too fussed about Christian gets mugged, but doesn't he take us out of the top six? It makes it extremely difficult to get in the top six at that point. But I think we could have played there for 120, 180 minutes and it'd been difficult to score. I think um, give up Jim and Dun United his players credit. I thought they defended their own half extremely well and then they defended our final third extremely well at that point as well. And individually, I could look at us and there's not a lot in the game really. And Livingston are sort of consistently punching above their weight. The fact that they're even in the mix for for yeah. top six is is huge. But you can hear the disappointment from David Martindale there well, that they haven't managed it. You said they should be building a statue to him for the job he's done for keeping Livingston season on season in the top flight when they've no right to be there. Um, this will be the sixth consecutive season when they kick off again in August. Sixth consecutive season in the top flight. And what you would say about them is I can't remember them being in a relegation scrap. You know, any fighting Livingston have done is to get into the top six. They've always been mid-table, they've always been secure, they've never looked like dropping back down out of the division. So, David Martindale says disappointment is the overriding emotion tonight, but I think when that dissipates, it will become pride that Livingston are seventh, they'll probably will finish the best of the rest, and they'll regroup and they'll go again next season. Yeah, let's hear from more of the managers. Stuart Kettlewell speaking after getting a point at Celtic Park. I can tell you that it's anything but easy and I think we all know that. I'm just delighted for the players. I'm delighted how they bought into what we asked them to do today. Not just today, obviously for that longer period um, for myself and the kind of run we've been on, the form that we've been on. But I think it's a different test when you come to a place like this and you play against that level of opposition. Um, nobody's been able to come and take anything off them here. I don't want to be sitting celebrating points, but I think when the nature of the game um, and and the kind of deficit and golf and finance, stature of the club, all that sort of stuff, um, I think it just speaks volumes for my players. I thought they were outstanding to a man. We had a couple of tests with guys coming off the park and a couple of wee knocks and niggles, and the boys that replaced them are sitting there ready to go. Um, I've just said to the players, the biggest thing for me is not having an ego, and it's something I believe in so much. And for us to go and set ourselves up and play the way we did today, if one player has an ego, then the whole thing falls down and Celtic comfortably win that game. So um, that's the bit that pleases me. And that's when you know you've got buy-in. It's just another impressive result for Stuart Kettlewell, isn't it? Motherwell have been fantastic since he came in. And you know to get a, a draw away to Celtic Park, where I think what they'd lost our last 13 times going there in all competitions, it's, it's a, just another sign of progress under well, him. Well, I've got to say, he'll have every right when he goes home tonight to go and celebrate any way he wants because he thoroughly deserves it so does his team I keep going back to it 
when Celtic went one up, I thought it was a case of, oh, here we go, how many it's going to be. Comfortable afternoon, but he said there about egos. He's got everybody buying into the way he wants to play. Everybody working hard together. Van Veen's getting all the headlines, but the guys behind him are putting in a, a shift as well. And uh, he deserves every part in the back it's coming to him. They'll now feel that they're in a good position to try and chase Livingston down and finish in seventh. Yeah, and I, I, I go back to the point. When Stuart Kettlewell took over, Wraith Rovers had just put Motherwell out of the Scottish Cup. Stevie Hamill had to be got rid of as the manager and they found inside their building a man who was able to take over when they were on the same number of points as Dundee United who have fought relegation all season long. They were better than them only by goal difference and Stuart Kettlewell changed everything. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get the chance to hear from Stephen Robinson because we're running out of time but he did say it's it's not an anti-climax they deserve it over the season You can't argue with that We've all said it Congratulations to him Congratulations to Hibs as well for making it into the top six uh, It'll be fascinating to see the post-split fixtures It'll be fascinating to watch at Pataudry tomorrow and after that all eyes will be on Hamden Hugh, just a quick round-up of today well, congratulations to those who made the top six You have got there on the strength of 33 games Not 90 minutes this afternoon Congratulations to Livingston for just missing out But you are still a phenomenon uh, And bad, bad day for Ross County Hammered by Hearts And well done, Jim Goodwin Three wins on the bounce for Dundee United And Kilmarnock, first away win of the season Who would have thought it? Five games to go Everything up for grabs except the destination of the title that will go to Celtic who had an awful day today to give us 11 hours of terrific broadcasting starting Monday night and congratulations to Sterling Albion as well winning the League 2 title today but thank you for listening in thank you for your calls and tweets thank you to Roger Gordon and Hugh in the studio and the top team all around the ground we'll be back on Monday night 